Have you ever wondered which podcast you should be on in order to properly promote your business without hurting your business messaging? Welcome to another episode of Your Business Story. This is your host, Kristen Spencer. She's on a business writing mission to make sure you know what words to say so that what you deserve is what you'll get paid. Because storytelling changes everything. Get pumped for the epic knowledge in today's episode of Your Business Story. This is episode 28 of season one Why Podcasts Matter for Your Business with Anastasia Lipsky. Today, I have an amazing guest and resource for all of you wonderful listeners. I have Anastasia Lipsky. Is that yes. right? Yeah. Yep, okay. Yep. <laughs> and just imagine and it she, being an I. It used to be an I. My grandfather changed. It, okay. So. Lipsky. Okay. I get it. Yeah. My name should have been Sverkowski because my oh. husband's grandfather changed it to Spencer. <laughs> wow. Okay. That was a radical change. Mine was really just one did. little letter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But thank you so much for coming on the show today, Anastasia. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you. Where so, you want to start? Anas- yeah. So Anastasia's coming on here to talk about the thing we're doing. It's kind of meta. She's a podcast expert, and she helps speakers with uh, and also podcast brand. Uh, Sorry, let me start over. I can do this. She helps speakers and podcast guests brand themselves better so they can be seen as the expert and increase the visibility so that they can actually get booked. Is that correct? Is that right? Did I say it right? That it, absolutely. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Yes. Okay, so what I like to do is we're going to weave your personal story in a little bit because it's your business story and we have to hear how you got into this extremely interesting and specific world. But who is your client and what's the most important problem that you solve for them? My clients are primarily business owners, solopreneurs, entrepreneurs that are wanting to build their visibility. And knowing full well that, well, not everybody knows this, but people are starting to jump on the bandwagon, the idea of using speaking and or podcast guesting as a means to, you know, generate influence awareness and clients. It's one of the best marketing tools that's out there. That's amazing. So um, I know one of the things that I work with my clients on is visibility, but not through podcasting, even though obviously I'm doing that myself. Right. Um, but the thing that I help them do first before we write a book, before they go on stage, before they go on local media, is we get their core communication like set. Right. And we, we create yeah. that base of consistency. So do you find that you have to maybe do some of that work as well? Or are your clients, when they get to you, they already have their consistency foundation? I would say they do not always have it or they change it along the way. It's been an okay. interesting thing, I, I, especially since uh, the pandemic. So many changes, so many people going in different directions. And so they may have started with me with this primary, you know, package, if you will. And then they're they're starting to shift. 
And, and, you know, maybe this would have happened even without the pandemic, but I just feel like so much has been, you know, uh, brought to fruition, this evolvement, even in my own business, because of what happened and continues to happen. It's just like this whole different world. So, yeah, it's a little bit of both. I mean, some of them come and they've got it all down. They're clear. They, they're strategic. Others, they just know that they want to get their voice out there, you know, and then it kind of runs everything in between. All right. I love that. Yeah, because I was just curious because I feel like that's where businesses intersect. And obviously we deal with the visibility piece different, right? Like I create a book, you help them with their podcast. But I was finding the same thing where I'm like, some people really have it. Some people need a little, you know, adjusting. (laughs) Right, right, right. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, having a book. Okay, so so you have people when you've got a book. Using the voice, you know, used to be all we had was literary agents and people would just go from bookstore to bookstore to bookstore. Okay? And that, that's the way that they would get the word out that or the more traditional media that we know of. Um, then, then, you know, come along the idea of, of speaking more, even outside of the bookstores, and people were speaking to meetings and conferences and, and selling their books that way, which, by the way, I'm going to throw this real quick trip out, <laughs> tip out there, just for anybody okay. who's listening. Be, um, don't Just don't let me forget to come back to this. Okay. Because I, I just visualized conferences and books. A lot of people don't realize that when you are negotiating with a meeting or a uh, conference, you know, the planner, et cetera, to get in. And maybe they don't have a budget or they don't have as much of a budget as you would like. Always, if you're an author, always ask them about their materials budget yes, or their marketing budget, usually more along the lines of materials, because sometimes there's money available there and you can say, you know what? Okay, tell you what, you're not able to give me the full amount that I would like, but if you will buy one book for every one of your attendees and pay for that out of your your materials budget, then I'm in. So a lot of people right. don't think about that. They just, you know, they, they, and and even the people that are putting on the conference, they're not thinking, oh, yeah, I've got this other budget that I've got some room in and I can get this really great speaker if I do this one thing. So what I wanted to come back to, though, was the fact that having a book helps you get booked to speak more often. So yeah. the primary part of my business was focused initially more on the speaking engagements that I was booking. Podcast guesting came as a result of the pandemic. But that book adds street cred. It, it has this, there's this assumed uh, understanding that if a person has written a book about it, they must know what they're talking about. So or they it, must you know, be it really goes stubborn. both ways. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's that too. There's that too. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you helping people with getting books and, and, and doing their books, mine is a marketing tool for that. But if they have my people, if they have a book to begin with, it's going to help them get booked more often because they're authors. Right. And if I was their ghostwriter, it leads right into their high ticket offer and they're going to make a crap ton of money when people Absolutely. read the book. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, Absolutely. That's the thing, right? You're yeah. you're saying, hey, look, I'm doing podcasts right now, but it's part of a bigger system. You don't ever just yeah. want to have, for a lack of a better saying, all of your eggs in one basket. <laughs> Absolutely. And not everybody there actually really wants to do all that work of writing or, or having the ability to get what's in their brain, their experience onto a page that's going to be enjoyable and and readable that's going to get those five-star reviews on amazon we're not we all have we're all an expert in something right right so 
outsource anything you possibly can. That's why you and I both have a business. And mm-hmm. and I, I highly recommend it because so many people, they've got a story. They've got something yes. and they just, they just, you know, it's like they're, you're doing the world a disservice if you don't get it out there. I know. And that's, so that's obviously my passion, right? I'm like, yeah. you don't even have to write a word. I'll write everything, but we can just go. work on your story matters, you know, <laughs> get it out there. I love that. So what yeah. would you say is the biggest pain point for your clients right now? And I'm going to ask you a trick question. Are you ready? Sure. What do they think they need to solve it? Right. Mm. That's the first question. Not what do they really need? What do they think they need? So what's the yeah. pain? What do they think they need to solve the pain? Okay. So the pain is a lack of time, a lack of time to do the things that they know that they need to do in order to get booked. Okay. So it's like they they get this idea. They know that this is a great marketing strategy. They want to do it, but then all the work that goes around doing it. And then they realize they don't have the time to do that. So, one of the challenges or or what they think that they have an issue with is is the is the lack of time when reality is in fact oh, oh my gosh i just read this oh i wish i could put my fingers on it um i just read somebody's comment about the fact that when you are in essence outsourcing work you are literally adding more hours to your day that's oh, the yeah. trick around. It's like being Hermione. It's like getting more than 24 hours <laughs> in a day yes. because you've got the little thingy that you can spin and it's called other people. Right. So yeah. you you outsource that because if they're putting this time in, you get to add that to the hours of your day. So I love that. The reality is, is that that the, the, the time is not the issue. It's it's the it's the right tools and it's the right tools to save you that time. And in many cases, it's human. Uh, you know, outsourcing, having someone else do your accounting, have someone else do your ghostwriting, have someone else, you know, do your booking or and it doesn't even have to be an agent. Like I I do consulting. That's a big part of what I do is like I just do one on one consultations and I just get straight to the meat of what they can be doing to increase their visibility and and have better branding so that they're seen as a speaker or podcast guest. But they, they can bring their admin with them. They, they can, I always record it and share it with them. Bring their team, they can yeah. Bring their team and let their team do it. They don't necessarily have to be doing it. But somebody, somebody needs to be doing Listen. these things in order to make it worth your while to begin with. Because if you decide, okay, I'm going to go out and I'm going to do podcast guesting and you just get yourself booked, right? But then you don't do anything with it. You're you're leaving money on the table, you know, right. and, and it's really not a good ROI. It's just a total waste of your time if you're not going to really work it. And yet that's not always um, something that people have the time or the bandwidth for. So I, I say that that's the biggest fallacy is is it's not so much that you don't have the time. It's are you utilizing the resources that can help you get that time back? That's that's what I, I love say. that. Thank you. I really loved. I really was touched by that one statement yeah. that somebody made. Now I'm, I'm. I would like to give them credit, but I can't remember who it was. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. If you if you said that, just message us and we'll give you the. Yeah. Credit, exactly. Okay? Exactly. We'll add your name to the we show notes. <laughs> yes, we want to know. Yeah, because that's one of the things I always talk about with my clients. Because I'm like, do you want to spend ten years learning to write? 
Okay, honestly, yeah. like, it would take them 15 years to learn how to write how I write. And they right. probably might not be able to do it because of the weird path that I've been on with sales <laughs> psychology and liter- my degree in literature. I'm a certified copy editor. It's the weirdest combination. And people are like, how did that happen? And I'm like... Yeah. I'm still unsure. <laughs> but, like, do you want to take 15 years to try to learn to do that when that's not your center of influence? Definitely that doesn't really not. make sense. No, you know, I did an ebook. Uh, which which is the, the 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 little goodie that I will definitely offer to people that's really, you know, oh, just yeah. 10 pages of impactful content. Um, I don't ever want to do that again, honestly. I mean, it was just a chapter <laughs> in a book. And it was a lot of work. It, even though I've got it up here, like I could talk till the cows come home. Uh, I, in fact, I recently learned one of my clients does uh, these special uh, personality profiling. And oh, yeah. it was the, but I, I've done so many of them. I've done so many. I, I but this you. is the most extensive report I've ever received. It was a 42 page report. And one of the things that I learned about myself in there that no one's ever told me was that I'm an audible learner oh and I, i'm curious what kind of was i i want to i i think i know which one but can you say it so i don't you know what myself? i don't even know if she hasn't well i'm going to tell you so it's julie brain lady anderson is my client okay. uh, it's her thing she created it oh nice. so this is not like you know disc anagram you know human design it's not like one of those okay. big things this is right. one that she created after years and years and years and years and years and years of work in this field of the brain and once she started describing to me what an audible learner is everything makes sense no wonder my ex-husband and i had a little bit of an issue because i want to hear and speak at all times and he's not that kind of person so he never listened to me but he's he a also learner he, yeah a different kind of a learner and and just in how i show up like audible I swear, like I'm, I've got to be one of their biggest, you know, customers. I finally cut myself off. So <laughs> now I'm, I'm using Libby and doing the library, but I have to have patience with that because right, if I decide I want to listen to a book, I got to move, I got to get it. And I got to listen to the whole blooming thing. I've, in fact, I had a in the middle of a murder mystery and I got cut off. They took it away <gasps> oh, no. from me and I had to wait six weeks for it to come back. So I'm learning. First the test and then the lesson. That's what my father always said. So I'm learning about that. But yeah, I love to listen. That's why I love the podcast guesting. Because That's what I was going to say. I, I listen sense. all day. <laughs> your your business a, is your favorite thing, right? Yes, yes. And, I, and it's so interesting because before the digital world, even though I've been booking speakers for more than 12 years, I wasn't hearing them. They were going off physically and doing these talks all over the place. I wasn't hearing them. You know, I was going by the the feedback, you know, the great feedback always that I would get from the speaker chairs and the hosts that would have them, but I didn't get to hear them. Well, now everything is digital. First yes. off, even speaking is so much of it is virtual and digital, so I can hear them that way. Uh, but true. also with the podcast, one of the things that our agency does, we're, we're not... We don't do these templates where we, we take one of our clients and send it out to 6,000 podcast hosts. We look at one oh. podcast at a time, one. And we will look at that podcast, really delve into it, make sure that we are clear on who they're connecting with, and actually listen to an episode. 
So, and which we have our clients do as well. Which, so yeah, that I always means, tell my clients to promote yeah. their book. I'm like, don't you do anything until you listen to at least one episode. Exactly. Exactly. For, for, for so many reasons, for so many reasons. So we do that. And that means that I'm listening to podcasts all day long. If I was yeah. not an audible learner, I, I I have to say that that would be a little bit harder. So, you know, maybe all podcast agents are audible learners. I don't know, but I certainly <laughs> am. So I don't think that's where we started, We, but that's the direction no, that just took us but in. <laughs> I love it. No, I love it because that is part of your business story, right? That yeah. that's the way you learn. And now you get to enjoy that part of the way your brain works every day yeah. and use that superpower for your clients, because I'm sure not all of your clients are audible learners. No, no, I'm sure they aren't. In fact, it's so a, they need you. It's a pretty small percentage. I remember that was another thing. I don't remember what the percentage is, but most people are not audible learners. Even though podcasts, you know, people have been listening to podcasts for even my granddaughters do. Like everybody's listening, you know, they're on the bandwagon these days. But for some, they're doing it because the content is so important to them or so valuable. Others, it really literally is how we learn. And there's a little bit of a difference in there. So, um, yeah, it's worked out well that that I happen to be that kind of a person. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, my husband is definitely more that way mm. uh, where he can listen. He lists, He's a truck driver and he does local delivery. So he listens to podcasts all day oh, long. Awesome. And he comes home and he can give me a digest of the most interesting things he listened to during the day. I'm like, how does he do that? It, I think it's nice. his learning style. Nice, nice, nice. What's his name? Travis. Travis. Hey, I hope you're listening to your wife's <laughs> podcast right now. He will. Yeah, okay. he's already, he listens to every podcast I'm on and he gives me notes. He's like, this is where you missed a promotion opportunity because he, you know, I'm in marketing. So I've indoctrinated. I love him. it. I love it. I love it. Yay. We all need yeah, our Travis. Travis, I want you to start listening to every one of the interviews I do and you can give me some upgrades. That'd be awesome. I told him, I was like, you know, you should do a book and a podcast for spouses of entrepreneurs because he managed to figure out how to stay married to me and all of these total ups and downs. And I was like, so many of my friends are divorced because their spouses don't get it. If you could help yeah. them, you would actually help a lot of people stay married. Probably not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. So we can talk more about Travis some other time, but uh, <laughs> so their problem that they think they have is they don't have enough time, but really they don't know how to properly allocate their time. Is that fair? Right. I would say yes. Okay. Yeah. So they're trying to allocate their time better. You come in, you look at the situation. How do you solve this problem? Right? Because they need visibility and they're mm -hmm. managing their time poorly. So what do you do to help them with that? Well, we get them booked. That's that's the, the main part of it. So let's say someone decides that they want to use podcast guesting as part of their marketing strategy. Right. For them to take the time. So there's two things. One is we do it for them. The other is I do the consulting with them and or their assistant and let them do it for them. Either way, the, the, the end result is that hopefully they're getting booked. So there's a lot of work. <laughs> involved in first researching the podcast because you know you're a, a, a podcast host you know about podcast fade how many podcasts have just disappeared 
So a lot of times people think that, you know, oh, they've heard of this certain podcast or whatever, or they stumble upon it, they listen to it, they think it's great, and then they promote themselves to it, only to discover that it it stopped six months ago. See, because this is evergreen. Or three years ago, right. This is totally (laughs) evergreen. So we could be hearing something literally three years after the fact, and then not realize that the show doesn't exist anymore. So, So there's that research part of it, making certain that a person is a good fit. You are better off not being on a show at all that's a bad fit, then, then what am I trying to say? Don't go on it at, at, at all because if you're a bad fit, that does you more damage than not going on. Because, right. again, it's evergreen, so it's going to stick with you forever, right? And, you know, this is energy. This whole this movement is about energy. And that's why it's important when I say to listen, or even if they do have a visual aspect of the podcast, view it at least for a few minutes and then take your phone with you and, you know, listen while you're walking the dog or whatever. You want to make sure that you resonate with that person. Uh, Because if you don't, it's going to come across, you know, a podcast, we want them to flow. We, you know, not feel like an interview per se, but rather more of a conversation, getting to know each other type of thing. And that's where the energy comes in really important. So to, to do this and have a sense for whether this podcast host is halfway decent. I mean, you know, I, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to make judgment. Okay. So just, let's just say that I have seen and heard some shows that I'm like, are you kidding me? You're stressed out just listening to it. Just, ah, oh, and, and, Why? and, and I feel bad because I'm, I'm a huge proponent of getting your voice out there. So yes. there's that part of me that, that struggles with that because, because if everybody, if, if everybody were to not do it because they feared that they were not good enough, that they didn't have the right equipment, that they didn't have all this kind of stuff, they would never get it done. They would never get it out there. That's so true. I'm I'm conflicted because I want I'm I'm you know I believe in storytelling. I, you know I believe in getting that message out there. I mean you know Moses didn't want to talk to his people. You know he's like, are you kidding me? I, I've got like, a speech impediment. I my brother. And were, yeah. Like- yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, but 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 God's like no you need to share this message. So I feel like people, we have things in our, in our hearts. So I always want to encourage people to do that. But I'm also going to say for those that are starting out, you can still take the time to make certain that, that you're, you're upping your game. You know, don't, don't, if it's a visual thing, don't do it from your couch with a crappy t-shirt on that's got stains and you got stuff in the background, you know, and you're just like in this casual kind of attitude talking like anyone. Or you're like this. Yeah. With your arms crossed. (laughs) For the the listeners, you've got a scowl on your face and you look so unhappy. I know that just makes them really, really, really want to pay attention. But yeah. just anybody can up their game if even if they just have to pretend. Just pretend. Right. Pretend well, I'll make it for that moment, you know? I'll make a confession to you. All right. So yeah. uh I'm sure you can tell this is not my first podcast. No. I have a hundred and forty-one episodes of another podcast that's all about fiction writing, which was me talking to no one for almost a year. Wow. Because I wanted to do this show someday. And I knew uh-huh. I it wouldn't be very fun if I 
brought on guests. I had no idea what to do. And then we're <laughs> both confused and I don't make them look like the amazing people they are. Yeah. And I'm not saying you listeners should go out and do 141 episodes. No, yeah, that might be a little more than they need to. But yes. It's, yeah. The and idea. I was also right. Like, it's just a, I did this challenge and they're like, can you do 90 days of podcasting to see if you like it? And I was like. Okay, I'll try that. But you know what you could do, listener, instead of having to do what I did, which took way too long, is you can hire Anastasia as your consultant so you can skip past (laughs) all of the work that I did by myself because past Kristen didn't know about Anastasia, so she couldn't hire her. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I mean, you still need to do your due diligence, even when you have an agent representing you, because, right. I, you know, no one knows you better than you. Right. So yeah. we but we do the preliminary vetting before we even run it by our client. And then they they look at the show. But if they come back and they say, yes, you know, I think I'm a perfect fit. We do ask them to give us one paragraph, one paragraph as to why they feel they are the best fit for that show. And the reason we ask for that is because there may be something that that they would that, that is not in all the content that we have or know about them. Maybe they heard on that episode, the the host talking about how they always wanted to, you know, be a trapeze artist. And then they can mention in that one paragraph. And I really resonate with you. I get that because I did a summer internship in a, in a you know, a circus when I was <laughs> 17 years old or something like that. Yeah. All right. Let's take a few seconds for our sponsor break because their business stories matter too. When people ask what you do as a professional, do your palms and pits start to sweat? Do you break out in hives? Well, don't worry, we've got you covered. Today, you can take Literary Symmetry's complimentary 30-minute masterclass to help you craft your one big sentence so that next time you have 60 seconds to share your story, you know exactly what to say. Because your business story matters. Sign up today at literarysymmetry.com forward slash pathway. And now back to our episode about an epic business owner just like you. Now, what that does, by the way, this is kind of like a tip for anyone who is proposing themselves to a potential host. That tells that host right off the bat that you really actually heard their episode right. because so many people say, I listen to your podcast, blah, 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 blah. Uh, not Look always. how awesome I am. Yeah. 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 I listened to your <laughs> podcast and I think I'd be perfect because blah, blah, blah. And guess what? They haven't had a guest in 14 months. So clearly they didn't, right? Unless they were listening to three year ago episode, but most of the time, you can look at the date, right? You, you can just look, look at, at it. It's just common sense. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's all right there. So it, it, is. It, <laughs> it helps to add that personal connection because again, coming back to the fact that this is energy, you want yeah. to connect with that host. So now right. when you're talking to that host, you know, when they say they, they, they want to, of course, you know, bring you on, and they're going to talk to you about the circus and then get back to the meat of whatever it is that you're supposed to be talking about. Right. So those things help. They really do help. So we get that, the personalization, and then we we do all the work. You know, this client just keeps doing what they do best. They focus on their brilliance. They outsource the grunt work to us or another podcast yeah. working agency, you know, whatever, or or their, their VA or whoever they can get to do the work. The, the point is, 
is it the highest and best use of your time? Because if not, you have someone else do that. So we're just doing all of that. And then, and then we, you know, we do the, the, the confirmation and we send the content and, you know, just that kind of stuff to just make it happen. And, and it just takes a lot off people's plate. So they don't have to be thinking about it at all. So that's, that's where it comes in really handy. Right. They, they do the one little bit of research and then they do the paragraph and they show up and shine, right? They shine their light. That's it. And they, they, they talk about the thing they're good at because we all can't be good at researching all the podcasts and (laughs) figuring out what, right? right? Like you, absolutely, absolutely from them. Yeah, you're yeah. you're a helper, as Mr. Rogers would say. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> well, and and we already have a relationship with a lot of incredible hosts. So we also, when we bring on a new client, we naturally will go to those shows that we already have a great relationship with. And then we get to say, guess what? Got a new client. I think you're going to love them. And here's why. So there, there's that that helps them get booked more often because we have that black book, if you will, of hosts. Mm-hmm. But it, it's it's really more just that they can they can push that off and, and just right. not have to do that grunt work. Because unfortunately, it's not as easy, you know, if all you had to do was send one email and the, the host came back and said, you're in. Um, I wouldn't have a business, but it it doesn't right. quite work that way. So we <laughs> no. uh, we live on tenacity. Yeah, I love that. Well, and also you kind of help set them up for success, which usually like if you're doing a show like I do, I know it's going to be more than one season. I've already invited guests from season one onto season two because I know that we didn't talk about everything we could have. Right. So, right. so true. Those relationships matter. Yes, yes, that's, that's, you know, (laughs) I think of it as etiquette, best practices seems to be a little bit more accepted so that people don't feel like it's their grandmother smacking their hand, but, (laughs) but it is etiquette. Okay. It's how do you treat people? And so to you listeners who are using this as a marketing strategy, keep in mind that the number one thing that a podcast host wants is more listeners subscribers, downloads, they want to build their audience and they are depending upon you to build their audience. And the way that they do that is that a, you're, you're a good guest, right? In the sense that you're you, you show up and you, you're you knowledgeable. Well, right? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The other thing is that you share, you share about the podcast, you share about it before you've done it. In fact, oh, wait, real quick. Can I take a, a, a screen print of us? Oh, yeah. Just smile. Do it. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I right, always take a screen you print. Okay. Here, but she took a picture. Yeah. Right. And, and, <laughs> and this is a visual thing. Oh, okay. So it's a visual thing to begin with the way we're doing this, because especially because this is live. And so I probably yeah. will have a preview if I share it on LinkedIn. But most of the podcasts know most of the time they're doing it via like Zoom. Okay. And then it might be a month or two months before it is actually aired. So I always recommend that you take a screenshot and that, and I, you'll, you'll see this, I will share about this today. So socially, if, if we didn't have a visual, I would use that screenshot 
And I would just say, oh my gosh, I just had the best time, you know, with Kristen Spencer on her show. I loved being able to talk about my passion, blah, blah, blah. It's going to be released, you know, soon. I'll, I'll share the episode when it comes out. Meanwhile, check out her show, do her a solid, give her a like and subscribe. You know, like I do these things to bless you as the host. And then when it's out and it's aired, then I do the same thing, but only now I'm sharing the link to the actual to the episode. episode. So right. ideally, ideally a person shows uh, shares about a show three times at a minimum, at a minimum once is after right. the fact when they're sharing the episode, but even better twice the day of to build up excitement. And then after, and really, really, really ideal three times before the day of and after. And then you just make sure that you're the type of guest that makes it easy to work with. If they ask you for your bio and your headshot and to and to schedule a date, gosh, darn it. I'm trying to like not say bad words, but for goodness sake, just, just keep do a it. File, people. Just have just, it ready. <laughs> yeah, yeah, one time, like, save it and you're good. <laughs> show up like the pro that you are, right? right. That, that, that we hope that you are. And you may be a pro in so many areas, but if you lack in these areas, that, that that's going to affect how that host thinks about you. You know, you're right. not that easy person to work with. So there's like all these different things I could go on forever, but these are important things so that that host is likely to recommend you to another host because y'all know each other, you know, that's especially right. with all these pod fest you know, conferences that collect gazillions of people together in one place. And you're probably sharing your worst horror stories of a guest <laughs> and your best guess, right? And yeah. or you get talking, it's like, oh, I know just the person. You would love this person. And then you refer them and people do invite guests back. So it's true. These are all things that are really important. So when you're talking about inviting people back to your show, I'm I'm saying I know that those people you're inviting back are people that that were good guests. They resonated, yeah. you resonated, and they treated you well, respectfully, and most likely shared about it. So, yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah. yeah, and they, you know, something else that I want our listeners to understand, and I'm sure you talk to your clients about this, but when you share a podcast link in your email list that's mm -hmm. not your podcast, you get expert level bonus points. Yes, yes, you yes. You borrow yes, yes. their expertise and you are making yourself look more legitimate and professional, which Absolutely. we all know you're legitimate and professional, but it's a way to show your audience that they're investing their time and their relationship building in the right person because yes. you're like, look. I'm out here, I'm doing this. And, you know, in marketing, we call this cross promotion where we're promoting each other, right? Like right. you come yeah. on the show, I'm I'm telling everyone they should hire you. <laughs> and, Thank you. <laughs> and you're providing so much value to my listeners and we're promoting each other. And we're also borrowing no like and trust from each other because yes. outside of this podcast, we actually know each other in real life. Right. We're yes, part we of do. the yes, same yes. networking group. And so we know each other. And so when my audience hears you, they're going to be like, oh, Kristen, trust this person. And when mm -hmm. your audience sees about me, they're going to be like, Anastasia knows this person or she wouldn't yeah. 
go on this show because right. that's too risky, right? And I vet my podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yep. Which actually, Anastasia, I want to shout you out a little bit and embarrass you some. Because when you were checking out my podcast, you were like... Kristen, I can tell this is a brand new podcast. Like, here's some um, unsolicited advice. Here's si- it was six minutes of I advice. It was only six minutes of advice. And I went and did everything she said immediately. Oh. And I was able to get a little bit bigger following and more responses just for my podcast. And the whole reason I did it was because she's like, when people look to see if they're going to be a guest on your show, these are the things you want to see. And, and I did it because of course, you know, more than I do, I'm going to listen, but also I got these nice little engagement boosts from doing what you said. So thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That's what I do in my consulting. And so Part of the challenge that I have as a person is it's risky. It's it's risky for me to do that, yeah. to just share unsolicited advice. And, and in particular, a six-minute video, right, where I'm doing the screencast and I just show everybody or whatever. And But I, I it's hard for me to not do that. This is... I live and breathe this. Now, this is also kind of part of my nature. Mm-hmm. Um, I have always struggled with the the inability to turn off things like typos. Like I find mistakes on cereal boxes, no joke. Um, <laughs> everywhere I go, I see mistakes, billboards in people's content, and and I and it was actually really an issue because I would take the time because I care so much to send messages to total strangers or big companies, I would see a mistake on their website and I would take the time to let them know because I, you know, golden rule, right? If I had a mistake, which by the way, I may. So if anybody finds anything on my website, please let me know if I I, I would want to know. And I, I wasted so much time of my life sharing this with people who either came back and said, you know, I don't care, or they didn't respond, or they said thank you, and they never changed it. You know, six months later, it's still exactly the same. So I struggle with that. And some people, they get triggered by it a little bit. I don't know mm-hmm. why, but they do. So it, so thank you for, for listening. It is hard for me to turn that off, though. And then I, I have this inner dialogue, should I, shouldn't I, should I, shouldn't I. Ah, she feels like the kind of person that would be open to this. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to do it. And if I do it, don't do it right then and there. I will absolutely forget what I saw. So that's another reason why I do it right away. But so imagine, okay, if that was six minutes, imagine if I'm live with you doing a one hour Zoom and we're looking at your stuff and I'm looking at stuff intentionally. That's what I do. This this is what I do in my consulting practice that I'm I'm very good at. And and that's something that I can help everyone with. Whereas representation for speakers and podcast guests, I'm not always going to be the best fit. And and uh, you know, I know some great podcast booking agents out there. You know, we're all different. We 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 just handle everything very differently. There's no exclusivity. Somebody could work with multiple agents. I don't care about that. But but, you know, I, I have to be the right fit for you in order for me to represent you. Otherwise, it, it doesn't make any sense. I'm not going to serve you. So I am um, I shoot from the hip 
And I'm always honest, I will never, um, like when I do my monthly Q&A, that's a free Q&A for speakers and podcast guests who just want to pick the brain of a speaker's agent. I, I'm very clear. If somebody asks me a question, I don't know the answer. I'm like, I, I don't know. But you know what? Let me see if I can find out. Right. I will try to find that, out. That's something that I really love. Um, and that's how my bookkeeper is, right? She's like, oh. if I don't know the answer, I can probably research it and figure it out. And that's why I do what I do. And I'm like, I love that. And I'm the same. If someone shows up and they're like, I know everything, they're lying. They are straight <laughs> out lying. So yeah. I appreciate that you do that, but it is, you know, uh, the benefit of a lifelong learner to say, mm -hmm. I don't know the answer to that, but Absolutely. I'm going to find out. Yeah. So yeah. Anastasia, I have your one line ready, I think, if my brain okay. wasn't too fluffy, um, <laughs> because I've been on meetings all day today, but I want to try <laughs> to do you justice and we can always revise it too, right? Okay. Sounds good. Okay. So I help busy business owners gain visibility by growing their time resources so that they're engaging with the right people based on shared interests through growing podcasting opportunities. I love it. Now, for me, the more to be more specific, it's yes. it would be podcast guesting opportunities. Okay. Because guesting podcasting opportunities. opportunities would be alluding to being a podcaster like you. Right. That's and which true. I there help podcasters, but mainly through my consulting to help them yes. with their visibility as a podcaster. But it's the podcast guests really that that I'm more focused That's on. That's where your heart is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and speakers, of course, you know, which podcast guests are speakers. They're just not doing prepared presentations. It's a little bit different. Right. And you can't, but there are some podcasters out there who want like a mini prepared presentation. Like I've had to do like five step um, teaching mm -hmm. lessons and things like that yeah. just to be guest on some people's show. And I'm like, if they care this much, then their show's <laughs> probably great. So I'm going to yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Very good. All right. Well, thank you, Anastasia, for coming on. I like to ask my guests before they leave, what is one thing that you would share with our listeners, a little nugget of wisdom? And if it's something you already said, feel free to reiterate it. I would say just do it. If you have a oh. voice, if you have a message, just get out there and do it. Uh, you know, and, and I don't want, you know, going back to what I was saying about, you know, some of the horror stories or things that I've seen, you know, I, I feel like your listeners are the type of listeners that they get it, you know, and, and you don't need much. You don't have to have the perfect equipment. You don't have to have the perfect everything. You, you just have to have the message down and, mm -hmm. and, and behave as a professional. And if you do those two things, then then you're golden and get out there and start doing it. Don't wait for the perfect opportunity, the perfect time, because it's never going to happen. It won't. It's come. just yeah. never going to happen. And in the meantime, you missed all that, all that time where you could have been doing something and, and getting your voice out there. So I'm a huge believer, whether it be something that's a personal issue, professional, you know, how you can support people, how you can, you know, in business be connected or even just help people 
emotionally through healing or, you know, like if you've got a story that you could share, that you've, you've come through traumas or whatever it might be. And you don't have to always stay with the same genre. You know, you, you might be talking like me, not that I'm doing it right now, but if I had the opportunity, say, to be on a podcast where we're talking about parents with uh, type one diabetic children, I would love oh. the opportunity to share yeah. my stories and what I continue to go through today uh, as as part of that process. It has nothing to do with my business, but it's my passion. You know, right. I've got a connection there and you won't hurt your business by being out there and talking about other things uh, uh, other than, you know, that let's face it, there are some things you could be talking about that, <laughs> you know, yeah, well, there, there are a lot of people. podcasts, right? We've got a mil over 2 million podcasts and there are some yeah. pretty, whoo, yeah, not those, right, right? Okay. If you go on Joe Rogan, Pseudonym. you're going to get certain questions asked to you for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, you're going to keep that within a grain of salt. But what I'm saying is that as long as you don't have to always be, oh, it's got to be tied into my business, got to be tied to my business. Yeah. If you bring someone like me though, to book you on a podcast, it should be tied to your business because right. that's how you pay me. You pay my fees out of your marketing budget, right? Yes. So okay, but speaking of gardening, go do it. Speaking of being able to pay you, where should people go if they want to work with you? Okay, I actually have a landing page. And by the way, I do recommend anyone who's using podcast guesting and or even speaking, you have one source to send people to. So I have one address for you to keep in mind. And it's really easy because it's my web address. It's my business name, accessspeakers.biz. Not dot com, so dot biz. It's on the dot biz. There you go. It's on the screen. Slash. For looking. Thank you. All you do is add thank you to it. Oh, thank and you. Okay. You, if you go to that page, then all of my contact information is there. If they would like to get that that ten page uh, ebook, that's the chapter on on using speaking to grow your business. You can get that for free. That way, uh, it'll tell you about my monthly Q&A. By the way, it's the third Thursday of every month at 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 p.m. Eastern. It's a lot of fun. And we do give away uh, a free speaker branding consultation, Ooh. which is a $250 value. So if you come, nice. that you might just win that. But all that is in that one page. So when you are using this as a marketing strategy, have one page that you send people to that they can get all that. And then check out my consulting services because that's where I can be of most service to pretty much anyone in just that opportunity to look at you and how you're showing up and how you're branding yourself and, and answer any of the questions that you might have about growing your business with speaking. So yeah, but normally, normally you don't take that much time to talk about it. I'm kind of like, in this infinity mirror right now, because I'm talking about what <laughs> you would want to do. Right. So you're being normally you would just, say, <laughs> just go to accessspeakers.biz slash thank you. And you can get my right. That's all you normally <laughs> yes. would do. not. Don't do what I just did. 
Well, she's explaining it to you, listeners. That's why. That's what she's saying. So also, for those listening, all of the links will be in the show notes, um, which also is important. Anastasia was like, what what are your show notes going to look like? So if you are a podcaster, make sure you get in touch with her because she's full of wisdom. Thank Thank you you so much, Anastasia, for coming on. This has been so fun. Truly. It was a blast. And for all of the listeners... I just want you to remember that your business story matters. Thank you for listening to my mom's radical podcast. Cool face emoji. And if you want to be radical like my super awesome mom, then you should totes check out her impact accelerator. You just need to leave a review of this podcast and screenshot that baby and send it to impact at literarysymmetry.com. And like my mama always says, your business story matters. Hey, I don't sound like that. Let's do.